Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show here live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here alongside Totters and Aaron McIntyre. And we want to begin today with a special announcement. Uh, I have been uh, hinting at and teasing a project uh, that my colleague Daniel Horowitz and I have been working on uh, for the last, well, going on six months now. It is now nearly completed. It is in our final editing, and maybe some of you heard me discussing it earlier uh, just uh, now on the Glenn Beck Show right here on Blaze TV. But to pre-sales begin today for what really is a sequel to Fauci and Bargain. But... As someone that has helped us uh, edit and compile this as we have gone along, Todd, even you have said, as great as Fauci and Bargain was, this thing is going to go to an entirely different level. Absolutely. I say that I'm trying to think of comparisons to help you understand why and you need to read this. Think of The Passion of the Christ, that movie, and knowing what it was about and knowing how painful it was going to be to see it, but you needed to see it nonetheless. That's exactly why you need to read this book. It, it, you need all of the pain, the lying, the, all of it. It needs, this book enfleshes it. It makes it incarnate. It makes you feel every single bit of it. It's not just whispers. It, you, you are going to have to go down into the bowels of hell. And that's the only way we have to go through to come out clean on the other side. And what Steve and Daniel have done on this is simply a heroic and necessary work. The book will actually release this winter uh, to timing, to time it alongside what we anticipate being a change of political power in this country in at least one branch or at least one house of one branch of that government, uh, if not numerous uh, governor's mansions across the country. So that is intentional. We are beginning pre-sales for this today. Why? Well, because we're in the let's go Brandon economy. And it is very difficult uh, to keep things uh, from a printing standpoint, from a distribution standpoint. It's difficult to keep things on the shelf. And so we wanted to start pre-sales early so we could get an idea of how many books we should print when this thing comes out in, uh, in February. Now, the name of the book, The Rise of the Fourth Reich, Rise of the Fourth Reich. And if you're watching on Blaze TV, there is the cover. Confronting COVID fascism with a new Nuremberg trial, so this never happens again. Rise of the Fourth Reich. You can pre-order it right now at Amazon and Barnes and Noble. If you want to read the introduction, now the book is framed as a mock Nuremberg trial. It is framed as a trial. There isn't a table of contents. There's a witness list. We don't have an introduction. Uh, we have an opening argument and a closing argument. There is an appendix 
uh, with more evidence and more opportunities to install policies to prevent this from ever happening again. In total, this book is going to be near 400 pages. We intended to write a definitive, wouldn't presume to say the definitive, but a definitive work on what has happened over the last 28 years. The opening argument alone has 81 footnotes. That's just the opening argument. 81 footnotes. But this will not be like Fauci and Bargain with compilations of data. Don't get me wrong. You will get plenty of ironclad data in this book. This is a trial we are calling witnesses. These are people who have suffered at the hands of COVID stand over these last 28 months. And they are all on the record. All of these conversations are recorded. So yes, we have the actual conversations. We have these people in their own voices. Everybody uses their own name. There are no anonymous sources. We even had a, a sort of a composite anonymous source uh, in Fauci and Bargain. There is none of that in this book. Everyone is on the record. Lieutenant colonels in the United States military, doctors, physicians, officials, people whose children couldn't get kidney transplants because they wouldn't be experimented on with a jab that doesn't work and they don't need, and that's when it's not poisoning them. You may think the title Rise of the Fourth Reich is a little provocative, although something tells me after the last 48 hours, maybe it doesn't seem quite as provocative as it would happen without those events, right? Mm -hmm. I promise you, by the time you finish reading this book, hell, by the time you finish reading the opening argument, you're going to say our ancestors fought redcoats for far less than this. You can read the opening argument for free right now. The Blaze has created a landing page for it. All right, here is that landing page. It's linked on all my social media accounts, but if you just want to go to it, trials and execution, singular, trialsandexecution.com, because that's what they did at Nuremberg. They held trials and then they executed the guilty for crimes against humanity. And if you think that's going too far, if we get any more articles from former Blaze employees writing at Mediaite, make sure you intent, make sure you quote me with this data point, please. Because I've, I've, I'll become even more unhinged than this, I promise you. Last week, Channel 7 in Australia did a story that said there were about 79,000 serious adverse effects to COVID jabs in the country. And that country has to keep actual data of it and report it because by law, they have to compensate jab victims. 79,000 serious adverse effects worthy of remuneration in Australia. They had injected over 21 million people. That's 0.3% of those jabs. Led to a serious adverse effect. We have injected worldwide 5.3 billion people with these COVID jabs. 5.3 billion with a B. You know what 0.3% of that is? 1.6 million. That's more than twice the casualties of the United States Civil War. Almost three times. 1.6 million people is what that Australia ratio would translate to worldwide with the amount of people we've injected these with. And that's not counting the deaths they caused with the virus itself, with the lockdowns and the denial of preemptive and preventative care, with the deaths they caused by denying effective and early treatments in hospitals. Just go home till you can't breathe. Come back. We'll put you on a ventilator and literally flip a coin whether you walk out of here alive. Let's do that for nine months. 
before they told your children, no, regurgitate all that streptococcus and bacteria into your system. Oh, no, no, no. It's not too far at all for what has gone on here the last 28 months, and it continues on. And they won't stop unless we stop it. And so what Daniel and I attempted to convey here is an inexcusable treatise for Republicans to act when you give them power next year. The Freedom Caucus bought about 5,000 copies of Fauci and Bargain. Did you know that? Uh, no. Yeah. The House Freedom Caucus bought 5,000 copies of Fauci and Bargain. The head of the House Freedom Caucus, by the way, Scott Perry, just had his phone confiscated by the feds, by the way. Hmm. So don't you dare buy that book, House Republicans. Don't you dare buy that book with all that data and then ignore this one with the witnesses to call at your hearings next year. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. There must be justice or they will do it and keep doing it more and more and over and over again and worse and worse as you will find out here in a moment in Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. is on one. Congressman and Donald Trump ally Scott Perry of Pennsylvania says he was traveling with his family yesterday when three FBI agents approached him with a warrant and took his phone. It's clear the Department of Justice and the FBI are currently on an unusual power trip, seizing a random congressman's phone while his family watches the day after raiding Trump's Florida residence. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell was asked his thoughts about the raid of Trump's Mar-a-Lago. I'm here today to talk about uh, the flood and the recovery from the flood. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about the DOJ's role and if they acted in accordance with the law. That's up for the Department of Justice to decide. Moving on, consumer prices rose another 8.5% in July. Joe Biden, your thoughts? For those of you listening, what we're watching is Joe Biden repeatedly struggling to put on his blazer jacket. Nancy Pelosi has multiple thoughts about China. We still support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There is nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. When I was a little girl. I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con connection there. And now this data from Thailand studying the effects of the COVID jab on teenagers shows some disturbing trends of 301 13 to 18 year olds who had taken the second dose of the Pfizer jab. 18% had an abnormal electrocardiogram test post-jab. 3.5% of the 202 males studied developed myopery or pericarditis or subclinical myocarditis. Two were hospitalized with one in the ICU. No females studied developed clinical myopericarditis. In completely unrelated news, a med school student at Ohio State University suffered a, quote, fatal medical event while participating in a 102-mile bike ride over the weekend. In further completely unrelated news, the Wake Forest football program announced starting quarterback Sam Hartman, one of the best players in all of college football. 
sought medical attention following a workout yesterday for, quote, non-football-related conditions and will be held out of team-related activities indefinitely. In further, further completely unrelated news, the country of Denmark announced recently it'll no longer be offering the COVID jabs for people under the age of 18. The country had begun phasing out the jabs for kids back in May. Aaron's Razor update, it's just demonic bro. Two homosexual activists who were quote-unquote married to each other and had adopted two young boys have been arrested on suspicion of sex crimes against those two boys, including the production of child pornography. The two men had previously taken a picture of the two boys outside the human rights rights campaign headquarters and posted it on their Instagram accounts. Yet another iconic moment in the Rainbow Jihad's history. A mother and her teenage daughter in Nebraska are being prosecuted after the mother helped the daughter murder her 23-week-old unborn baby at home. The duo then burned and buried the body and then talked about it over Facebook Messenger. Police obtained the Facebook chat after a search warrant was obtained. This all went down prior to the overturning of Roe. And what you see now is how this is being framed in the media. Headline at Forbes, Facebook gave Nebraska cops a teen's DMs so they could prosecute her for having an abortion. And finally, this. Uh, I'm delighted uh, to be joined by a member of the Chinese community as I uh, apologize for using the phrase uh, Chinese whispers. I appreciate that this is deeply offensive to the Chinese. Uh, I, I completely understand why they went totally mental. I'm delighted uh, to be joined by a mental health campaigner to witness my apology for using the phrase, they've gone mental. I can see some of you are surprised that I'm apologizing, but no. Gone are the days when getting an apology out of me was like getting a fiver out of an Aberdonian, eh? I would like to apologize uh, to the largest Aberdonian community, the Aberdonians. Uh, I do understand that uh, Aberdonian feelings are important. I'm surprised, actually, that our diversity officer didn't make that clear, to me. honestly. Sometimes around here, it's like the blind leading the blind. I would like to apologize to Scotland's blind community. And that's what happened while we were away. Wow. Wow, that's good. Aaron's Montage brought to you by our friends over at Bonner Private Wines. Get some of the best red wines literally in the world. Uh, these are from uh, Malbec grapes that are grown at 9,000 feet deep in the Andes Mountains. They make a limited quality uh, or limited quantity, I should say, because of how high quality they are. And they have an amazing offer for you today. If you've never tried these before or you want to try them again, all three of us have tried them and liked them quite a bit. Todd has, shall we say, indulgently tried them and likes them all the more. I'm your uh, Huckleberry. Yeah, indeed. Uh, if you go to bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve, that's bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve, You'll get not only the wine, I mean, the deal we've been offering you here with Bonner all along, uh, the 50% off the wine plus free shipping, but you'll also now get a bonus bottle of small batch limited production wine from their exclusive wine cellar. That's four bottles for the price of three, and you get those three for half off as well as half off the shipping. When you go to bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve today, that is bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve. So yesterday, during this time in the show, I, um, I got a little angry. Today, I, I, I want to try a different approach. Denmark has been at the vanguard, at least in comparison to virtually every other government in the world 
has been at the vanguard from the beginning about telling the truth about COVID data. It has told at least as much truth as any government in the world has. I'm, I'm not saying that Denmark is RFK Jr. I'm not saying that, okay? Let alone Steve Dace or Daniel Horowitz. I'm not saying that. But in terms of their peer group, very clear number one. Take it from someone who has studied as much of this data as any layman in the country not named Daniel Horowitz probably has. A lot of times, the first time we got real clear public data on COVID in the, in the wild, on COVID in real time, not projections, not models, but in real time, a lot of those times that we got it for the first time, it came from Denmark. Just off the top of my head, Denmark did one of the very first studies I can remember in the world truly looking at in-school, in-classroom transmission of coronavirus. They were one of the first countries to come to, the conclu- come to the conclusion that children were not victims of nor vectors for the virus. And so they put the kids back in school. Denmark, I know for a fact, was the first country to give us stratified death data for COVID-19. Remember the, the Danish, uh, the, the mask study that they did in Denmark. They actually studied the efficacy of masks and said they don't work. Or at least what it would take to get them to work is just not feasible for a plan. Denmark in May began phasing out jabs for minors in that country. Today they've announced they're not offering them at all any longer. Now they are claiming it is because Omicron and the ensuing variants within just don't merit the risk of injecting children. I'm sure they have data that says a lot more than that, but at this point... I just want to save as many lives as we can, man, and I'll, I'll take what I can get, man. I'll, I'll, I'll take whatever compromised or half hackneyed or half-witted or, um, you know, let me, you know, come up with some polite way to say it if it'll save some of these kids. Um, uh, whatever. Okay. Cool. Just in the name of Christ, stop. Just stop. Please stop. Aaron highlighted also for you the, the data out of Thailand. Almost 19% of teenage boys, after taking a full regimen of this poison, had abnormal EKGs. Almost 19%. Teenage boys with abnormal EKGs. Got an email yesterday asking me about Novavax, someone trying to avoid one of the still existing mandates in a couple of industries. The European Union's medical agency, the EMA, has just ruled that Novavax must carry a heart side effect warning. That's from the European Union's medical agency, the EMA. Novavax must carry a heart side effect warning. Um, 
Let me try pleading. I'm going to try that. Rand Paul has been phenomenal during COVID. He endorsed our book for us. He held a key, a key hearing last week when it was revealed in sworn testimony that gain-of-function research is ongoing, including with Mika viruses that have three times the CFR of the Black Plague. Rand, I admire your leadership here. It has been rare, but brother, I... No, not me. All of us, we, we need you to stand arm in arm with Ron Johnson so he's not the only one out there. Stop giving this to children now. Hell, I, I think we should just stop doing it to anybody, giving it to anyone at this point. But can we at least... Can we at least save our kids, man? How much more data? How many more studies do we need? We need a voice like yours, Rand, to, st to stand with Ron Johnson. So he stops looking like a lone crackpot. Even though he's got people testifying under oath, on the record, and providing the data that confirms all of this. I think of my old boss, Ted Cruz. Ted, I know you don't like getting out of the box. I need you, Ted. We need you. Do you need to get out of the box? Ted, we, we, we need you to at least look as critically at what these jabs are doing to our people as you have defending Ukraine. I don't think that's asking too much, please. We're going to kill our people if you don't, Ted. And we may already have done that. Please. In the name of Christ, make them stop doing this to the young. Make them stop. Please, make them stop. Mike Lee might have the highest liberty score in the Senate right now. It can't be Ron Johnson versus the world, man. The triple braided cord is tougher to break. You're needed. History is calling. Answer the phone, Mike. Answer the phone. Take the call. Make this stop. Please make it stop. Scott Perry, head of the House Freedom Caucus. Your organization bought 5,000 copies of Fauci and Bargain last year. The same people confiscating your phone. are the same exact elements within our government trying to inject this into the children and our youth and our young men and women. Come out of the stands, get into the Coliseum, join the game, join the game that actually matters, that is being played, and make them stop. Tell them they have to stop, Scott.
It's not just Thomas Massey and Chip Roy and Marjorie Taylor Greene. God bless them. But there's got to be more than that. Make them stop. My governor has been terrific. I just had dinner with her. But Kim, we've had we've got one health department in the country, one telling the truth about don't give this to your children and it's Florida's. You were ahead of Ron DeSantis on lockdowns. You never issued a stay-at-home order. We need Iowa to stand with Florida right now and say stop stop this Brian Kemp took on the left-wing media and the Trump White House to reopen Brian you were criticized by Trump himself you were accused of an experiment in human sacrifice by a major publication You need to join with the state that borders you, Brian. Call Ron DeSantis today and say, let's have a joint press conference and say, stop, please, stop. I could give a lot more names, but if, if we can't at least get them, then I don't even want to know how much more carnage... How many more weeks do we have to look at inexplicable, higher than normal, total excess deaths in the United Kingdom comparing to where they were pre-COVID and with COVID essentially done there? How many more times? How many more? If, if, if this isn't enough data for you, fair. Tell me what would, Tell me what you need then. Can we at least start with that? Could you at least tell us then what is the data? What is it? What's the threshold? What's the magic number then? Don't you fear that answer might come with a dollar sign? I, I, I don't. I, I just, I just want it to stop. This doesn't have to happen. All the people doing this to us hate you guys anyway. They all hate you anyway. The same people weaponizing the FBI now, they weaponized NIH first. Let's just, let's just start with a very simple proclamation. Most of America even agrees with you. Only 2% of Americans are putting this in their toddlers. Stop. And you cannot do this to the children anymore. Stop. We must make it stop. At the very least, you can lend your voice to it now. And if things go well in November, the power to actually act on that voice. But make it stop. Help me understand. I know, mo I know several of the names I just mentioned. Not all of them, but several of you. I can't believe you want on your conscience five, 10, 15 years from now, if we last that long, 
and more and more of this data comes out. I didn't stand up and try to shut it down when I had the chance. I can't believe that. It must stop. What's going on here is evil. It has to stop. Gentlemen, do you have any thoughts? Well, I, I'm I'm used to what these people are afraid of, as the anti-vaxer before COVID. These people are desperately afraid of being thought of as flat earthers. I don't, but if you've been paying attention to what's gone on regarding social media and what you're allowed to say and not allowed to say, are, are you, do you, even if it's, if it's not specifically um, ab about vaccination, are, are your spidey senses not tingling? The, the way you simply are not allowed to talk about data? I mean, experts in the field. Twitter is censoring people for pointing out the e European yes. agency's uh, heart warning on Novavax. Yes. They're censoring that. Yes. So you you don't even need to be a dogmatist about vaccines, period, but about like just Orwellian nonsense. Will you not go there? You need to choose right now. Are you going to be a cautionary Orwellian tale or not? Start there, if I might be so bold. Start there. Where, where, I, we keep asking this question as well. Where would you yet be struck? I mean, what is the line? Is there a line? Because increasingly from Republicans, and it seems hard to be, to say that it's increasing because our standards were so low anyway, but increasingly from Republicans, it seems there's no line. The left, the spirit of the age can cross that they will then affirmatively act in response and not just react, to respond. Where would you yet be struck? All of those names you just mentioned, Steve. Buy, seller, hold is next. Hey, back here on the Steve Day Show. You know, um, the next time it could never happen here happens here. Um, cause it will, are you prepared? That's where our friends at my Patriot supply come in. Uh, they have a great offer for you right now as America's largest preparedness company, but you can only get this. If you go to my uh, landing page at preparewithdace.com. that's preparewithdace.com. get their three month emergency food kit. Just in case my buddy, farmer, Chad, my Iowa farmer, buddy, Chad, who was out tweeting last week about how concerned he is 12 to 18 months from now about the food supply, given what he's seeing going on in the ag industry right now with fuel costs, just in case Chad proven is proven right about that. Make sure you're ready uh, with this three-month emergency food uh, preparedness kit. Uh, you get three square meals a day, plus snacks and drinks. That's 2,000 plus calories for you and everybody in your home. And you get that for up to 90 days. And it lasts for up to 20 years with proper storage so that you've got the peace of mind of knowing that if farm, my pharma buddy Chad is right, you are prepared at least for three months uh, in case it goes down here, just like it went down here with, well, gas and energy and uh, toilet paper and um, baby formula. 
and on and on it goes, right? Uh, take the, take advantage of this right now, okay? You get three months for $150 off plus free shipping at preparewithdace.com. Three months of food for you and everyone in your household for $150 off and free shipping when you go to preparewithdace.com. Before we move on to buy, sell, or hold, I want to make one more point. As uh, And Daniel and I will have more to say about this project that we announced today. You can get to pre-order your book now at uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble, and it'll come out uh, later this winter. And you can read the opening argument, otherwise known as an introduction, but we lay it out like a mock Nuremberg trial, but all these witnesses and all the data that we share with you, these are all very real. Uh, you can read the opening argument slash introduction for free right now. It's it's about 40 pages with 82 footnotes because we're bringing receipts. You can read that for free right now at trialsandexecution.com. Trialsandexecution.com is where you can go to read the opening argument for free as a PDF right now. Here's how you know, and this is a point that when you when the book comes out next year, when you go to read it, it is a very simple but but potent point that we make throughout this book repeatedly. And and it goes to show you that this wasn't just Oh, they got ambushed by this virus that leaked from a lab and they weren't sure what to do. There was no playbook for this. And, you know, cut them some slack. They try it. Or, oh, you know, I think it's probably just Big Pharma greed. Here's, first of all, maybe the biggest Big Pharma company of them all, Pfizer probably is now, but heading into COVID was Merck. Merck also enlisted, by the way, in Operation Warp Speed. Merck gave up. Because they didn't think they could bring a safe enough product to market. So no, we're not we're not dealing with just greed. And no, here's how you know well, they just overreacted, but they meant well. Throughout all of these last 28 months, there has been how much data to show that what they were doing was not working, that the lockdowns didn't work, that the masks didn't work that the jabs first lost their efficacy against Delta and then began going negative shortly thereafter. How much, how much of that data places like this has shown and shared with you for the last 28 months? And despite all of that data, how many times did they say, oh man, our bust, my bad. Went too far there. We... We thought it was best to err on the side of overreacting given what we were potentially up against. And yeah, that's our bad. How many times did that happen? Never. Not once. Not once in 28 months. Any self-reflection, any self-awareness, any humility, any accountability, any voluntary transparency. Never. The only pullbacks have ever been when either A, we refused to comply, B, the people we elected refused to enforce and went the other way, or C, they lost in court. Los Angeles was trying to reimpose a mask mandate last month and had announced it and was planning on it until the places where all the, the, the where Elysium lives there, Beverly Hills, Burbank, and others surrounding LA, surrounding Los Angeles, told the county, yeah, we're not doing those. So the county couldn't enforce it, so they had to drop it. L.A. County didn't drop it because masks don't work. 
because it wasn't going to be enforceable. They have never once, not once. How many times would you go back to a doctor if he had prescribed something for you that made your symptoms worse or didn't help them at all and told you, just keep doing it? And there was no data you could show him that would change his mind. Just keep doing it. Chances are never would be the answer. You'd immediately look for a new physician. They never once showed any humility, any transparency, any self-reflection, or any self-awareness, and they still have not. FDA commissioners televise their hearings and say stuff like, well, we don't know what it'll do to the kids. That's why we have to inject them to find out. Nothing. Never been an opportunity. No one. Never. Not once. Never have. We have to defy them. We have to get the politicians we elect, the Kim Reynolds, Ron DeSantis, Brian Kemp's at all, to say, yeah, we're not doing that in our state or in our city. Or we have to beat them in court. But there has not been one time, this entire time, even though they've been wrong about everything. They haven't been right about one thing this entire time. They've been wrong about everything the whole time. Yet there has not been one time that they have said, my bad. Not once. That's how you know there are no benign and innocent explanations for any of this. That's how you know we're not just doing good old-fashioned greed. And that's why you know we need a Nuremberg-like trial with Nuremberg-like punishments. And for our friends at Mediaite and Media Matters, please include a link to the book. Let's get to Buy, seller Hold, brought to you by our friends over at Keeps. If you're listening and sensitive about your hair loss, I've got great news for you. Keeps has you covered. It's genius because everything is done online. You get a one-on-one with a licensed physician that will take a look at your situation. Is it hair loss? Is it hair prevention? You want to prevent hair loss. You just want to take better care of the hair that you have. Whichever one of those three or all of them, they've got the right medications for you. They'll offer the generic version so you get them at half off. Uh, They'll make sure everything is done online so it's convenient and also discreet and it's extra convenient too and that everything gets shipped directly to your door and then they offer even extra savings to get you started half off your first order when you go to keeps.com slash grow k-e-e-p-s for keeps.com slash grow again that is keeps.com slash grow of course by now you know the rules aaron has uh, set up a series of predictions or propositions for you and me todd we will decide are we going to buy that are we going to sell that once per episode we are permitted a Lindsay. But if we use that for any reason, if we're like, I got to hold on that because it's just beneath me, okay? If you use it for any reason other than the lameness of the suggestion, then you are guilty of punking out and you have to spoon Lindsey Graham. You ready? Ready. Let's go. We will begin with Wesley D's Twitter talk show and clown emporium who says there won't be a red wave, just a pink wave. I get where you're going with that. And I think that's largely... Well, I will buy and sell this, okay? I think I know what you're doing Because um, you're right. In total, you are correct. 
the vast majority of the people that you are going to vote for to save you are not coming to save you. They're coming to, you know, uh, reach the next line of their career trajectory, uh, fill out uh, something, uh, you know, that does a professional resume. I am a lawyer. I'm a city councilman. What's left to do? Run for Congress. I mean, that's what we do here. Or I'm a state legislator. That's the next step. Okay. Uh, That will be the overwhelming majority of people you will vote to save you this fall. So on that, I agree with you. They're not red. They're just pinker than the, the, the blue commies. On that, I agree. But I will also sell. In that, while the numbers of those we will elect this year that truly represent a red wave are a clear, underwhelming minority, it is still going to be more than has existed probably in any midterm election cycle since the contract with America. And yes, I'm including the Tea Party years. Those, most of those people got elected and got co-opted so fast that it was clear they were just glomming on to talking points, okay? So I, I, I do think you're going to get more Kerry Lakes, Blake Masters, J.D. Vances at, at all that will make some form of a substantive paradigm shift. They will get completely ran over by the majority, but there'll be more of them than currently exist right now. So I'll buy and sell this. Yeah, I like I said, I... I understand what you're talking about but the we are going it numerically we will get that red wave and that's important in and of itself the numbers we, we, we're talking about bringing the receipts on data in in the books uh that's uh, steve produces that that that's going to be an important number because either it produces results or it doesn't and if it doesn't, you as a citizen must finally come to terms with what that means. What being a Republican means, what being a conservative means. Is it worth anything or is it time to burn the in- whole thing down and start from scratch? So even if it doesn't produce anything, it, it psychologically, emotionally for you, it, it still should produce uh, something quite robust and important. Next up, we will go to John Baxter, who says the FBI raid on Trump was as much an attack on DeSantis than it was on Trump. If DeSantis uses his force to push back on the feds, then he's an insurrectionist. If if he does nothing, then he gets Trump's ire and smear machine. Either way, it puts DeSantis in a crap situation. Yeah, I buy this. I don't think it was intentional that way. I think it's a byproduct uh, of the event. But uh, yeah, uh, I buy this for sure. Um in fact, I mentioned this yesterday. If he were to interpose the way that people like Josh Hammer and myself are advocating, understand they'll just get some federal judge somewhere to say he's now an insurrectionist and can't appear on a federal ballot. And I guess we'll, because that's, here's what they do, whatever they want. And then they wait for someone to stop them from doing it, a Supreme Court order or some state or local official who won't comply. The law is out the window now. They just do whatever they want and see if anyone has the will to stop them. Okay, so yes, I'll buy. That last part is the most important part, which is why I'm going to sell. Because this is not fundamentally in any way about DeSantis. It's what it's about you. Oh, I agree with that too. I know you. I just do. think I it's just, a byproduct. With his his analysis, yeah. I do think is a byproduct of the situation. I just think that. we 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 keep filtering through a political lens. You know, the, the game. The, 
make yourself primary on this not not DeSantis what are they going to do to you when it is this brazen at the highest levels uh Forrest Gump one of the most maybe unintentionally brilliant lines that I like to quote and augment quite a bit stupid mama says stupid is as stupid does mm-hmm. that is actually brilliant because the point is um, you're not innately stupid, Forrest. If you act stupidly, then you are. I've changed that to law is as law does. The only nice. laws, the only laws that matter are the ones that are actually enforced. Correct. Regardless of whether or not they're actually real laws, you know. So that's, uh, I think, that, brother, that's what that's a brilliant yeah. analogy. I think it Eric, well, it goes along an with absolutely what, brilliant analogy. With what you were just saying, the the only laws that matter, even if they're made up, are the ones that are enforced, and that's where we are with. Uh, with mm-hmm. this case as well. Jerry Davis says, this won't make the show. You just made the show, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> by Christmas, someone within the FBI will leak the Epstein Black Book, sending Washington and the elites and globalists freaking out. Please, I need a buy on this. Uh, Why would they need I, to freak I, out? Yeah, I will sell on the grounds that unless Donald Trump's name is in that book... It will take some kind of an act of God to leak. Um, so I will, I Isn't, will sell. And I think if Donald Trump's name were in that book, it would have been, it would have been leaked already. all. Yeah. It would have been leaked already. Yeah. Yeah. So because, I, I, yeah, I'll just leave it there. Go ahead. I'm gonna sell. The reason this hasn't been leaked by these people is because they haven't figured out a way to be paid. For it, yeah, that's the thing. This honor and duty, I don't know. I don't. I, that's just so yesterday. I think they're they're sitting around trying to figure a way to bank on this without being thrown in jail. Next up, we will go to Mark Moonfang, who says the dissolving of government agencies won't be done through Congress or the president, but through states stating they can't operate in their borders. Only once enough states refuse to comply with the agencies they'll begin to collapse absolutely correct bye absolutely um and uh, and here's the thing republicans will have the power of the purse and at least the house of representatives where all appropriations begin they will i in fact i will even predict that they will pass budgets that defund these institutions okay and we'll all cheer biden will then say well he probably actually won't be president Whoever is president, he's not president now, but whoever is officially president then will say, I'm going to veto your budget and we'll have a government shutdown unless you fund these entities. And that's when Republicans will cave. All right? they, they will do what you want them to do until it, it, it requires an exertion of leverage and some difficulty to message. And then that is the point when they'll say, and they'll always say, it's because of the troops or something. They'll come up with something. Uh, that we can't afford to do this. You know, it's, we love the troops so much that we can't defund the government that's trying to kick them out of the military for refusing to be experimented upon or something along mm-hmm. those lines. Or uh, Ukraine must be defended again or something. They'll come up with some, you know, patriotic spin as to why uh, they can't do what you sent them there to do. Uh, and that is why on a meaningful basis, yeah, we're going to need more of those whole doctrines of the lesser magistrates and uh, doctrines of interposition we were talking about yesterday. Bye. You are correct. This dovetails nicely with what you just said about stupid is or the law is as the law does. It, it, I should say sell on this because there's obvious constitutional ways to do these things and right. they won't be done. So, One of them I just gave you. Yes. You could easily do. Absolutely. 
I will come back. More buy, sell, or hold here with our number two live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Stay tuned for it. Thank you. And greetings back with our two live and on demand here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Steve Dace here with Tutters and Aaron McIntyre and all of you. Let us know what you think about what we think via the SteveDace.com inbox, which you can access by emailing the show Steve at SteveDace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook, MeWe, Parlor, and Gab. Follow me at Steve Dace Show on Twitter, Getter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can also uh, find me on Trump's Truth Social at Real Steve Dace, at Real Steve Dace. And then go to clips of the show that are free and free of any censorship when you go to rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show. Once more, that's rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show. Thanks to all of you that are a part of our continuing to grow podcast audience. Please, if you've yet to do this, leave us a five-star review, hit the subscribe or follow button. Thank you to all of you that have done those things. And if you've got a question that you would like us to consider for an upcoming Ask Me Anything, our next one is coming up this coming Monday, uh, put that into your five-star review, embed that in your review, and it'll go to the front of the line for consideration by Todd for next week's AMA. This portion of the show brought to you by Buyan Max. As they continue to lie to you about what they're doing to the economy, Joe Biden claiming we have now zero inflation. Um, find out why smart people, wealth builders through the centuries, have used commodities like gold and silver, precious metals, as a hedge against government inflation, debasement, shenanigans, hijinks, etc., going back eons now. All right. In fact, they want to get you started at Bullion Max with their silver starter kit that they're offering to you at employee pricing. They can't make it any more inexpensive than that. It includes the Silver American Eagle and several more, five of the most desirable silver products available out there packaged for you at employee pricing right now to get you started at bullionmax.com slash Steve. Take advantage of that deal. It's so good. Only one per household, please, at bullionmax.com slash Steve. Before we get back to buy, sell, or hold. Again, Daniel will be joining us here at the bottom of the hour. We'll go more in depth on the new project we're announcing today. Rise of the Fourth Reich confronting COVID fascism with a new Nuremberg trial so it never happens again. You can pre-order it right now on Barnes & Noble. Pre-order it right now at Amazon. You can read our opening argument or the introduction to the book because it's framed like a Nuremberg trial. You can read our opening argument as prosecutors. You can read it for free right now. 40 pages, 81 footnotes. That's the opening argument, folks. We, we're going for the throat. We're not calling this out for campaign or rhetorical flourish. We are going for the throat. Literally, because they all got hung at Nuremberg when found guilty. You can read that opening argument right now at trials and execution. Trials is plural. Execution is singular. Trialsandexecution.com. That's trialsandexecution.com. To that end, what is the benign and innocent explanation for this data? I'm looking at disability certificates authorized per year going back five years in Israel. 
So 2018, it was 26,213. 2019, 31,105. 2020, 32,165. Those numbers are pretty stable for the three years. And 2020, of course, would encompass COVID and lockdowns, right? Mm -hmm. But those numbers were pretty stable with the previous two years prior to COVID, right? Yep. In 2021, as Israel became, I'm sure coincidentally, the most aggressive Pfizer client on planet Earth, Naftali Bennett basically allowed Israeli citizens to become open experimental cadavers for Pfizer. Just as God intended. Just as God intended, you bet. Moses said, stand still and wait for the jab from Pfizer. So say at the Psalms. Indeed. Your syringe and your juice, they comfort me, King David wrote. You could do this all day. We could do this all day. By now we've made our point. In 2021, as Naftali Bennett signed off on you, if you're an Israeli, being a test subject for Big Pharma, Pfizer specifically, disability, new disability certificates in Israel. Keep in mind, Israel by median age is one of the youngest populations in the civilized world. One of the youngest populations in the first world by median age is Israel. New disability certificates in Israel went from 32,165 in 2020. Are you ready for this? To 71,258 in 2021. That's a more than 100% increase, folks. A more than 100% increase. What is the benign and innocent explanation for this? People just fell at home more in Israel. You and your conspiracy theories. That that young median age of adults just literally tripping all over. You spent the year so locked down. You had no idea how to navigate the West Bank, Tel Aviv or Jerusalem on foot. You didn't know how to leave your home, how to go to malls and movies and restaurants, how to navigate stairs and literally just fell down all over the place with random accidents to the tune of a more than 100% increase and new disability certificates in the country. It's a brutal new disability certificate season in Israel this year. Please do mask up! Part two of Buy, Seller, Hold, Aaron, go ahead. This is the second straight day we've let off hour two with something that's going to be clipped and up everywhere. Actually, no, it won't be because it's about the jab. Never mind. Uh, Uncontexted Steve Day Show says top five possible results for Trump because of the raid at Mar-a-Lago. Number five, nothing. Do you think that even is on the list? Um, no, they are going to arrest him and they will indict him. One hundred percent. Sell. Trump goes to prison. Sell. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll speak if I disagree with Steve. Okay. Uh, three, Trump gets disqualified from running for president. They will find some legal entity that will declare this, and he will have to fight it in court. So you're not telling me it's a permanent, dis- you're just it, that it will happen? Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Uh, number two, Trump gets even more popular and wins in 2024. Uh, I agree with the, the first part. It's a definite buy, 100%. The only question I don't have is, can how long can you can you time it? Can you bog it down long enough that he's not on the ballot 
in order to secure enough delegates. We're not talking, they would, we're not going to do this in a general. It would instantly go to the Supreme Court. Can you, can you bog it down enough to the ch different channels within the system that he doesn't get on enough states to qualify for winning the, the nomination with enough delegates? Okay, that, that is what I believe they will try to do. Okay, I, I think they will, they, they recognize that if they, when I say they, I'm not talking about Democrats. Democrats aren't doing this. Democrats will let the homeless people chit bricks on the steps of their city halls, okay? Nancy Pelosi and her floppy brassiere calling China a free society. Joe Biden sniffing hair. Taking so much Adderall he doesn't blink for an hour. They're not doing this. Kamala the gobbledygook. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but it's terrible to never have had a mind in the first place. Not doing this. Not. So when I say they, let's make sure we understand that they I'm talking about. Principalities. The ones who are really calling the shots over there on Team Dem. They understand doing this like in September of next year or October would create such an obvious and massive backlash it would blow up on them. And that's where you have a politicized Supreme Court that almost never looks at legal precedent anymore, but only looks at what the political blowback of each issue is. They would step in at that point and rule in Trump's favor. It might be five to four, but they would do it. I think the, the play here, that not the Democrats, but the demon rats, the play that they will do here is to attempt to do this late this year, early next year, so that he can't qualify for enough ballots. And by then, this thing gets adjudicated for a year. He either wins and he's on. Uh, and then they can say, well, he's the only indicted presidential candidate anywhere. You don't want to vote for that guy, do you? Or they succeeded in keeping him off and, you know, somebody else that they prefer, like Mike Pence as the nominee instead. I think that is the play. So I don't know how that factors into that. I, I, will, I will sell, I think, as I, play, as, I, as I plan this out or game plan this out, most of the scenarios that I could conjure up is that they won't be successful in keeping him off the ballot. But I do believe that that is the goal. The goal is to keep him off the ballot or to, to have a talking point that they can then stain him with if they can't do that. Like the only indicted presidential candidate in history. Don? Well, I'm with everything he said. I think on this list, from one thing I would add is, again, establishing a precedent uh, to go after anybody, and I mean anybody, even at the the local level, who they characterize as Trumpian. And the number one possible result for Trump because of the raid at Mar-a-Lago, Monday night rehabilitation with Beef Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> because I want to see that. I want that to be true. Um, especially if Cinco de Mayo falls on a Monday. <laughs> I needed that. Thank you. I'll buy. Next up, control group Randy says the government will start auditing hospital death records and reclaim money given to the hospitals for COVID deaths that were not actually COVID deaths. I can totally see this. happening. I, I can totally see it happening. Uh, well, if, if we're talking government, we're talking all encompassing states yep. and everybody else. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I could see some red states say, what the hell, man? We're not paying all these claims what do you, at this rate. You know, I could see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I could see that's the kind of thing a Greg Abbott would do. I could see him doing something like that. You know, I, I, I don't believe he's going to meaningfully interpose at all. 
between you and the feds. Okay. This is the Scott Walker principle. Yeah, I just, yeah. my books are out of that's order. A, yes, I must, that's exactly I must do what something. I mean. That, yes. I mean, I could see Nikki Haley doing stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that I, I could see that being kind of the Grover Norquist wing, technocratic wing, Scott Walker wing that you just mentioned. I could see that being their play against COVID for sure. Yeah. I could see that. You bet. Next, we have Eric Thompson who says Western civilization tries out this new technocracy, totalitarian green system for a minimum of 20 years, maximum of 40 years. I would want to know why a maximum. It's unsustainable. Um, I think that's, I think that's the subtext. hmm. But see the, uh, I'm selling. It's not because what you said, Aaron, unsustainable. The lie is the point. Yeah. I I think I agree with that. We're finding that's, Entirely yes. sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. And lies are sustain- sustainable as long as you're willing to submit and comply with them. Yeah. Yes. Next, science is violence says the VAX side effects. Now, this is what I was referring to earlier, Steve, off the air. Okay. The VAX side effects are just warming up. And when it's all said and done, the CFR for someone VAXed will be around 10%. Myocarditis patients' life expectancy is about five years, and we aren't quite to year two. I don't think it'll be ten percent, but if I'm going to sell because I think that's too high. But even if it's one percent, you're talking about something that is higher than what the CFR was, or right around what the CFR was for COVID. For those of you that don't know, infection or remember when we used to talk about this a lot in 2020, IFR means infection fatality rate. And that is the total amount of people that were infected, including people who didn't have case files or didn't go to the doctor. Okay, so and and that's that's a more accurate um, uh, metric for determining the the true level of infection within and fatality within a a, a a community. And CFR is case fatality rate, which is just simple division: the number of confirmed cases divided by. Um, divided by uh, deaths. I think the CFR for COVID right now is like 1.5. So I, I could see for sure the CFR for the jab getting there because we already have a metric that shows us matching IFRs, like from Australia, All right? The 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 IFR and for COVID is about 0.3, and the total amount of serious adverse effects in Australia is about 0.3 of the people they've injected. So could I see a similar correlation within CFRs? I could. I'm not going to say 10 just because I don't even want to speak that into existence, man. I just, I don't even, we've given 5.3 billion people these jabs. 5.3 billion. I I just don't even want to speak that into existence, so I'm going to sell. I don't want to either but i'm gonna buy because you've you've just scratched a couple of the angles where this could happen your immune system may have just been turned into a ticking time bomb yeah i mean that's the issue is the all-encompassing aspects of this yeah here's another factor if you if you do damage to a certain population a certain amount of the population's ability to reproduce Right. You have to factor that in, at least from a um, opportunity cost perspective, if we're doing this as a business analysis, because those are lives that now we won't have an opportunity to recreate or to create or replenish with because of what we have done to people's Mm -hmm. fertility. Right. Yeah. So if do I think that's possible that we could it could be that bad? 
I do. And that's why I'm going to sell because I don't even want to speak that into existence. Just remember, hashtag depopulation. Next up, Landon Libert says, Paxlovid is better at rebounding than Dennis Rodman in his prime. <laughs> as negative as I am, as yes. I love that as a turn of phrase. Dennis Rodman got a much higher percentage of caroms off the rim that we will have of rebounding from COVID, from Paxlovid. Okay, so I will sell, but I love the snark factor. Okay, I, I will love, I love it. Yeah. Bye. Next is Cornhusker Mafia, who says Trump will be taken into custody by the authorities by the end of 2023. I mean, the only reason I would sell is I think it'll happen sooner than that, but I will buy. Yeah, absolutely. They will arrest him. They will indict him. Bye. Next is from Come and See the Violence Inherent in the System, who has a list. You might not know what time it is if, and a series of ifs. Okay. You've said, let's... Let this play out and see what happens in the last five minutes. <laughs> Gosh, don't. You guys are, I know what you're doing, okay? And I like it. You're trying to team me up again, man. All right? Bye. You Bye. waste time complaining on social media, pointing out hypocrisies of the left. Bye. Well, sell. I'm sell if, 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 I, but I, I'm going to take it. To, I'm going to buy because I'm going to take it to mean that that is like the culmination of what you do to, as in a talking case, point. And I'm buy. guessing that's what you mean. Okay, then, and then, so then, then I will buy. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Good way. Uh, you have an R after your name and in the U.S. Congress. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm going to sell because I, I know a few that know what time it is. But I, I again, I love the, the spirit of it buy. for sure. You're trying okay. to figure out why the left isn't backing off these p- terrible policies that will get them crushed in November. Oh, bye. Bye. Absolutely buy on that. You bet. Yeah. You are the first second or third loser in the ratings competition on Fox News. Bye. Bye. Yeah. You Bye. enjoy watching the first, second, or third loser in the ratings <laughs> oh, competition on Fox News. Oh my gosh. Can you just can, can we just stop? You I haven't, haven't at least considered purchasing my Patriot supply. <laughs> you have a come and take uh, a t shirt but don't own an AR fifteen. You well, still think war is hyperbole. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't own an AR-15, so I guess I got to call myself not knowing what time it is there. So I got to call it on my... And I have a come and take a t-shirt, actually. Oh, not... Oh, come and... I don't have a come and take a t-shirt. I have a come and make me. Uh, I thought... So we're talking about guns, not jabs? Okay, yeah. then, I, then I'm okay there. All right, because I don't have that uh, dichotomy there. So I'm okay. All right, good. We'll move on. Michael says, when you... Or when they say you'll own nothing and like it, that doesn't just mean houses, cars, and businesses. It also means your thoughts, ideas, and your children. Oh, Bye. wow. That's great. Bye. I think I think they probably meant that from the start, yeah. and yeah. I just didn't even comprehend yeah. that's, that, that until. That's, that's, yep. that's brilliant, Michael. In fact, that's a good place to pause and not make anybody have to immediately succeed that, because that's a difficult one. And tell you about our friends over at Built Bar, because they just launched a new flavor today. And I got to admit, man, you know... I'm a frou-frou uh, uh, drink guy. I just, you know, I partied with the chicks growing up. You are? I am. I'm not big. I just, you know, I, I kind of like the craft beers and stuff they have now, but I just was never drink, hand me a bud guy in college or anything like that. I didn't really care for it. I was a frou-frou drink guy, right? Which is why I'm heavily tempted by the new flavor of Built Bar Puffs, pina colada. <laughs> they I did. I, they, I, they, they just launched. It's a brand new flavor out right now. Uh, kind of a summertime, end of summer, kind of a flavor, pina colada. Don't don't worry, chocolate chip cookie dough and 
uh, you know, you know coke, uh, or coconut brownie chunk, all that great. The top two flavors are all still there and all the other great flavors. But if you're looking for, you know, last month of summer kind of thing and you want to try the new pina colada or any of their other great flavors of the greatest protein bar of all time, you tried the chocolate chip cookie dough last week, right? You did grace uh, me with it and it lived up to expectations. It, it's It's phenomenal. Okay, phenomenal, right? I like the like the Mounds Bar touch where there's yes. the chunks on top. Yes, they even got the texture of cookie uh, dough, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So go now, 15% off your first or next, 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 next order. Uh, when you go to built.com, B-U-I-L-T, promo code DACE for 15% off. When you go to built.com, get it, the greatest protein bar of all time. Every one of them, 180 calories or less, you can't beat it. Built.com. 15% off with the promo code DACE. Can I do my own buy-seller hold on this? Sure. Because yeah, sure. uh, it's a dude code question. When you were drinking the frou-frou drinks back then, did you did you hide it? Did you put oh, it no. in a cup you couldn't see? Oh, or did no. you steer right into it? Oh, yeah. Like big umbrella in the drink? You're damn right I'm drinking a pina colada. Absolutely. Dude, okay, then it's, dude, you're talking to the kid that As long as you had, steer into it. You're talking to the kid as a student at Michigan State when Michigan beat them in football would open his dorm room and windows and blare the victors. Dude, I don't care about well, stuff like that. Well, not, that's not even a dude cut issue. That's just you being a... A douchebag. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Which is why that's what you do is you own your stuff, man. You bet, man. I would, I'd bust out the Bartles and James. I'm saying we are going to serve this wine cooler before it's time right now. As a matter of fact, Okay. while you're having your Keystone light or Bush light sewage, whatever the hell that was. Yes. Uh, Next we go to Bubba's groomers who says Baker Mayfield will have a more meaningful NFL career than Deshaun Watson. Sell because no matter how this ends, Deshaun Watson's career is going to be quite meaningful. All right, one way or the other. So I will sell. Hmm. Deshaun Watson is a cautionary tale from this time forward. Either way, no matter how it turns out. Yeah. He's about to be a verb. I'll sell. Next, TXDT has four 2022 college football predictions. Okay. Number one, USC wins the Pac-12 and gets the final playoff spot. I'm going to sell. I think they'll be very good at the end of the year, but this is this is a, a roster. This is a lot like an NCAA basketball team where, you know, like 40% of the players in college basketball were transferring before we had a transfer portal. And you bring all these new guys in and you maybe, you know, in December and stuff, it'd be a little slow. And then you're the team no one wants to play in March and everybody comes together. Like I could see USC in November being the best nine and three team in, in the country. Right. But I do think with this many uh, new faces and particularly with the amount mm-hmm. of cohesion needed in football, this will be a slower start than I think people think. So I will sell. And put on top of all of that. And if this isn't true, I loathe everyone for not making it true this is they are bulletin board material for every team they play right now yeah in their league absolutely you you you're traitors they're gonna and texas and oklahoma have felt this in the big 12 yes you every team in the pac-12 if you've got any guts left in with you whatsoever you, if you're Cal, if you're Washington State, you this bet. is your Super Bowl. This may be it. I mean, look, look, look. Last year, Oklahoma was that last year after it got announced that they were leaving, and and at media days in July, last year was the first time in six years Oklahoma had not won the Big Twelve. They didn't even make the Big Twelve championship game, 
and Texas went five and seven with a loss at home to Kansas. Okay, if you don't think that that stuff in an emotional game, and you know what, this may be, you know, whether your league exists or not, you have a football yeah. program or not, you're gonna pay guys at this level. Every people who say bulletin board material and stuff doesn't work have never been around big time sports or played it. I covered it for a living. I'm telling you, I've been in locker rooms. Oh, there's a reason they call it bulletin board material. It's literally up on the bulletin board. These guys look for ev- everybody's good. Everybody's great. Everybody's shredded. Everybody's jacked. Whatever little extra piece of motivation you can give yourself to go that 115% when everybody else is going 110 does work. It works. And everything you just said about that, we just watched that play out in the Big 12 last year. I agree. Bye. This next one, uh, Quinn Ewers wins the Big 12 Player of the Year. I could see this, actually. I, they don't have a great defense. They're going to be in a lot of high-scoring games. He's got a phenomenal receiver in Xavier Worthy. They just got a transfer who's a great receiver, and he's got a phenomenal running back that is going to stop teams. The teams are going to have to load the box to stop. I could see him. You're talking about a guy that was the highest-rated quarterback recruit since Trevor Lawrence. And also the highest-paid fourth-string quarterback ever. (laughs) Of all time at Ohio State. You're right. I I could see this possibly happening. I don't think it's a terrible play at all. I could buy it. Wouldn't be my pick. I'd probably pick his teammate, B. John Robinson. But I I think that's an inspired choice. I I could feel that one. I uh, won't argue with it being inspired, but I'm going to sell be- just to take the field. I-, I think it's not robust enough for me to not take the field. Travion Henderson wins the Heisman Trophy. I could buy that for sure. You bet. I'm selling for the same reason. I'm taking I mean, the field. I-, I could see teams just against those receivers and C.J. Stroud just running a nickel-dime defense every down and Travion Henderson just running wild against that. I, I could see that for sure. And number four, Ohio State beats Alabama for the national title. Um, I, 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 yeah, I could see that happening. Uh, I, I think Ohio State is soft at the line of scrimmage and is not still doesn't really have anybody that comes off the edge that makes you think I have to double team that guy. Um, I think that, and I, I, I think athletically at linebacker they're not great. Given the when I say not great, I mean commiserate with the level they recruit. Are they greater than 97% of the teams in college football? Yes. Um, so, I, but, but offensively, I think they are just way loaded. Um, so, I mean, I could see that scenario. I mean, I, I would definitely take Alabama because Alabama is going to have what Michigan had last year. All right, you've got your Aiden Hutchinson and Will Anderson. The other edge guy is really good too. You don't have to blitz. You just sit back, keep those receivers in front of you. And just pressure the hell out of them coming off the edge with your front four. Alabama would have the ability to do that. So I would definitely take Alabama. But but I, I don't think that's a crazy pick, so I'll, I'll buy. I'm selling because I if just in this game, I would take Alabama. Next up, Raymond Fava says, Steve calling a Fallout Boy song the greatest rock song of this century is a flagrant one category five dude code violation. Rolling Stone doesn't even have music takes that bad. Well, obviously, I sell because it's my opinion. So I, have to, <laughs> so I obviously sell on that. You reconsidering? Uh, hell no. No? Absolutely not. No. Oh, man. One of the most fun songs ever to play on Guitar Hero. It's a banger. You can listen to that thing over and over and over again. It's like a perfect rock song. Which which rock song is that again? Sugar, we're going Sugar, down. Oh swing. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, next. <laughs> nice, Aaron. Yeah, that was good. Subtle troll. Yeah, what? that was. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> yes. Tyler, Mo- I actually meant that too. I was being <laughs> finally. It's like the best list of all time. Yes. I've been waiting all these years for this. Li- this might be the last buy, sell, or hold. I waited all these years for this list. Okay. We have two minutes. I'm sorry. 
Tyler Morgan says, Top 10 powder blue uniforms in sports history. My man, my man. We'll start with uh, number 10, San Diego Clippers from 78 to 82. I don't I, know what I that is. I respect the play, so I'm going to buy. Going back that far, I'll buy. I'm not aware of it. What are I'll the San buy. Diego Clippers? They're formerly known, now known as the Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. Ah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Number nine, Philadelphia Phillies. Absolutely, yes. with the burgundy trim and the must, burgundy the pee. Must be on those were the Those were... Nice. Yeah. Yes. N- number eight, Toronto Blue Jays. Phillies should be higher than the Blue Jays, so, but I'm kind. I'm okay with the Blue Jays. No, Toronto Blue Jays are not powder blue. Well, they were. The road uniforms and stuff were when we were kids in that era. They were. Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. Yeah. That like in the Jesse Barfield, you know, Tony Fernandez era, Jimmy Key era. I don't remember that in context with all the other ones. Dude, that was the American League East where we we played them for the division like almost every year. They were powder blue. Yeah. Number seven, Kansas City Royals. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, number six, Milwaukee Brewers. They should go back to those. Bye. Yep. Yes. Yep. Number five, UCLA Bruins. Those those should be higher yeah. on the list. They should be no lower than number three, but yes, bye. I'll buy. Number four, Montreal Expos. So. Yes, yeah, bye. Number four, no. Number should, three. It shouldn't, be, it, it shouldn't be number four, but it should be on the list, yes. I'm just, I'm, bye, 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 bye. Give me the powder blue, I'm in, yes. <laughs> number three, Houston Oilers. No way, They okay, I got to sell. Yeah, it, it should be lower for sure than UCLA. Yeah, that's and, too high. Uh, for sure. It's too high, but it belongs on the list. Uh, number two, Tar Heels. The classic, the classic. All time powder blue, except for who's number I, one, which I agree with. But I'm selling because I would put North Carolina over the Chargers. Would you? I would. Now they would. They I think they, they would, be one too, they would right? also claim we're not powder blue. We are Carolina blue. We have our own color. Just for clarification purposes, yes. San Diego Chargers. You know, I think one. it is the greatest uniform in the history of professional sports. The powder blue Lance Allworth powder blues. I, I, I would wear those to oh, a prom. Yeah. We're missing them. I'm going to officiate my my daughter's wedding this fall. I might just wear one of those. Are we missing the St. Okay. Louis Cardinals? Oh, yeah. They oh, wore those yeah. in the Bruce Suter days, yes. right? Yeah, they had those as well. Yeah. Good play. Nicely done. So you know your powder blues. I'm going to bring you over I here. I guess not. I'm going to bring you over to the softer side of Sears before this mm, is over. No. Daniel Horowitz will be joining us here. We'll bring us some woe and lamentation next. If you are a pet owner, then obviously your pup puppy means more to you than just fresh food and fresh water. Uh, its health and happiness matters to you a great deal. It's a part of your family after all. And that's why we want to get you to suggest or suggest to you that you uh, try our product over at Rough Greens. Because a lot of the foods that you're buying for your pet from the factory these days are stripped of the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients it needs. For the same reasons, they strip a lot of that from the people food that we buy uh, for mass distribution uh, and consumption across the country. That's why we're taking so many supplements these days, because we can't trust our diets to provide what we need when it comes to nourishment. And now that is also true of your pets. And now they have their own supplement with Rough Greens. You mix it in with with the food your pet eats to restore the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that it needs. And then you might wonder, though, what if my dog doesn't like it? Or what if... You know, it, I don't see a difference. And hey, we get that. I mean, this is the let's go brand and economy. You can't just be dumping money that you don't have 
despite his claims of 0% inflation. All right. Um, that's why we give you the first 14 day jumpstart bag for free to get you started. See, if you don't see a difference in your pet in two weeks or less, you pay for the shipping, but we give you the first bag on the house at roughgreens.com. Are you FF for roughgreens.com? Or you can give them a call at 833 Rough Dog. That's 833 Rough Dog. Well, if you missed the announcement earlier in the show, the project that we have been teasing uh, for the last month or so that Daniel Horowitz and I have been working on, pre-sales are happening, debuted today. The name of the book, Rise of the Fourth Reich, Confronting COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial so that this never happens again. You can read the introduction or what we are calling the opening argument, because it is framed like a mock Nuremberg trial. Uh, the, the witnesses that we call and the data that we cite is all very real, but the, it, is, it is framed as a mock Nuremberg trial. You can read the opening argument for free right now at trialsandexecution.com. That's trialsandexecution.com. Read that opening argument. Just to give you a taste of what's coming, there's 81 footnotes in the opening argument alone. Okay, and the the witness interviews in this book are devastating. You can pre-order it right now at Barnes and Noble and at Amazon right now. Pre-order it if you want. I think this will be the most important book I have ever done, and maybe will ever do, because should there come something that would merit this level of response or more, this time they won't let us publish books about it. That's why we have to stop this right now, so that there is not a next time. And to that end. Let's bring in the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation himself, our good friend and my co-author, Daniel Horowitz. So my friend, um, today's the big day. What have you heard so far uh, in the reaction that you got? Both you and I did Glenn Beck this morning. You kind of ta- I kind of tagged you in and then you took it from there. Your thoughts. Well, Steve, I guess now we're going to give the FBI some more nooses to investigate Uh, So we might have to have a different form of execution because I think they're clued in on the rope uh, or, you know, as long as it's not near a garage door. Um, What I'd say is this. I I think, you know, obviously people are very excited about this idea, but I will say that we're living in an interesting time because we didn't focus on the thought just crossed me. And I think we should have written the book on this. They now have a requirement to get the jab to be a federal worker. So does this mean that Trump has to get the shot in order to run for president? Mm -hmm. Now, I know he personally did. But could you imagine, Steve, what sort of country we live in now that Donald J. Trump couldn't be president if he didn't get the jab? Okay, sorry. I mean, I'll, I'll get off my sarcasm. It, we're, we're introducing this during a time when I'm watching the entire conservative movement act like this was a line that 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 was crossed. You can never uncross it. We're not living in the same country we did last week based on what happened Monday. And obviously, you know, I'm abhorred, by, you know, by by this, too. And I put out a list of five things I think we need to do about <laughs> the FBI But it's as if March 2020 never happened. Hmm. It's as if the last two and a half years never occurred. It's utterly bizarre. And, you know, again, people could listen to my full hour today. I explain what exactly the Fourth Reich is, and that's the main focus. But I want to give your audience something a little bit different. From a conservative perspective, it's a little bit bizarre 
that the reaction the last two and a half years has been muted. In other words, in general, it's like, it was stupid. We should have done it. Oh, there Fauci goes again. COVID's not a big deal. This is not worth it. That's kind of what it is, but now let's move on. It's not a big issue. Um, let's talk about the things that we traditionally understand in politics, or if we find things unprecedented, they'll be unprecedented through the prism of a presidential candidate, something we could relate to. And I think that that underscores why I, I opposed you at first when you came to me. I didn't want to write this because I just didn't want to spend the time and, and take away from the time of what I was doing day to day. But it underscores the need for it. Because, Steve, we have not plucked out a single one of those weeds growing in our yard. Right. A single one of those legal, social, um, political, medical, scientific premises mm -hmm. that has been made, not a single one has been uprooted. Right. They're actually continuing with it more. Since we went to preprint, every single premise has gotten worse. And I like the point you just made that this will be the most important work you'll ever write because if something ever rises to this level, we won't be able to, to write it again. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's the main point. There's a lot of things to talk about with the FBI, with crime, with immigration, with ESG, transhumanism, surveillance state, but everything they're doing doesn't rise to what they did and are planning on doing and it's all the result of the Great Reset. Everything. Could you imagine? They could just do whatever they want. And what gave them the what impetus? What gave them the impetus to hit that reset button? Yeah. COVID exactly. did. Well, dude, you didn't even bring up a, a election fraud. Where did the ballot harvesting come from? Where did the drop box come from? Where where did the impetus for these mechanisms for ballot harvesting COVID. and electioneering and stealing come from? It came from COVID. Everything in this culture, the same people, by the way, that want to chest bind your daughters and castrate your sons are the same people peddling Paxlovid and Remdesivir. Everything that is at a critical mass right now, inflation, that started with the spending in the COVID lockdowns and then just got tripled down on by Let's Go Brandon. Everything... On March 14th, 2020, the United States was in the midst of its greatest growth in median family income since the dot-com boom. So the greatest, the greatest this century. On March 16th, 2020, the whole world as we've known it has changed and has yes. not and has, and has not been the same. And everything that has reached a systemic level of existential failure or danger in this culture has all done so. Because of what happened on March 16th, 2020. You know, James Otis Jr., one of our founders, he said, so long as people will submit to arbitrary measures, so long they will find masters. And we have not uprooted that. And, and the problem is we're in a very dangerous period where on the one hand, if you're watching it, COVID fascism is worse than it's ever been. But it's only kinetically worse for a small minority of people. And then for everyone, it's down the road what they're planning. But on the other hand, you know, you kind of have a reprieve and it, and it feels even better the fact that you went through it. And now, hey, you can go anywhere, pretty much don't have to wear a mask, don't have to do anything. All right, let's enjoy life. And I think that's where most people are now. But again, Steve, I'm, I'm struggling with it's a little bit bizarre that to this day, this issue doesn't crank that juice out of conservatives, and I wonder why. 
And that's why I said if we would say Trump couldn't run for president because hypothetically, let's say he wouldn't get the shot or something, maybe that would get people's attention, not all the heartbreaking emails of people dying from lack of treatment and the shots and rape victims who are forced to wear masks in doctor's offices to this day and uh, soldiers decorated uh, soldiers that are being kicked out of the military, losing their retirement. Somehow that doesn't exist. Um, one of the things I, I told you from d day one, I don't like doing what other people are doing because I don't think things need to be duplicated. Uh, so if people are focusing on something properly, I don't find a need to double down on it. doesn't mean that what they're doing is not good. They might be doing it effectively, and, and, and it's taken care of. We need to focus our forces on what's not being taken care of. And I can tell you, I do not see yet an effective movement. There's some well-intentioned movements that are trying to do the right thing. But at this point, we have not made progress, even on ending the mask for the future of history, much less the shots and everything that it represents. So so that's why I would say the timing is perfect with people wondering, how could it be that the FBI could just do this to you? Mm -hmm. Well, knock me over with a feather. Uh, what happened the last two and a half years when there's been a very muted response from the conservative sphere on what they've done to our body and they have literally between COVID, which is part of it, and COVID fascism, they have already killed tens of millions of people globally from this. Before we get to the injury, the mental health, the destruction of the development of an entire generation of children, I don't understand how we can walk away with, from this, even if it's clear that they're done with it. Certainly the fact that they're absolutely not done with it. I think one of the most simple and yet powerful and potent arguments we make in this book, despite all of the, the great data that we cite and all of the powerful interviews, is the point that removes any notion of a benign, innocent explanation or even just good old-fashioned greed in that all along there have been clear markers that everything they tried to do, starting with lockdowns to masks and then the jab, did not work, failed and that the juice was not worth the squeeze, that the, the cure was worth the disease. These metrics and markers and data points have been available this entire time, and yet not one single time has there been any humility, any self-awareness, any self-reflection, uh, any transparency to say, you know, we went too far there going after the virus. We didn't have to do that. We're sorry. We're our bad. The only time there have ever been any rollbacks is when one of three things has occurred. Uh, we've just refused to comply. We've elected people like... Um, Ron DeSantis in Florida or what Brian Kemp was doing during lockdowns in Georgia, who on a state level refused to impose or certain lo you know, lo localities, or thirdly, they've lost in court. Those are the only three ways that any of this has ever been rolled back at all. At all. I mean, hell, the, the Biden regime is still trying to fight the airport, the, air, the airline mask mandate, even though it hasn't been in effect for going on two and a half months there has never been any reflection. There's never been any humility, any self-assessment. And that just shows you, remember, Merck was arguably the greatest, the biggest pharma company pre-COVID. Pre now Pfizer probably is. Merck went through Operation Warp Speed, decided it couldn't safely produce a vaccine and dropped out. This isn't about greed. 
And this isn't they got ambushed and they didn't know what to do and they overreacted. They've had how many opportunities to say we were wrong and we overreacted and not a one time. Los Angeles County just tried to reimplement a mask mandate last month. And it wasn't until Burbank and Beverly Hills where the where the hoity polloi live that they said, yeah, we're not doing that again. That L.A. County said, OK, then I guess we're not. It wasn't because the science was bad. It's because they couldn't enforce it. They've never once shown any humility, Daniel, at all. Not a single time. You know, that's why, to, to me, the two central points are the Nuremberg trial, the motivation of what they are planning against us and what they have, have planned, and the Nuremberg Code. What we need to understand as human beings, our rights are. And I'm glad you mentioned that because that harkens back to the beginning of our discussion here. Why I think conservatives are a little bit off base on this and not fully grasping it. I think they think it's an overreaction. It was stupid. They kind of like being nanny state on you. No, what we put together from the totality of the evidence is, and I think you know, you and I probably started out in March 2020 thinking this. We always opposed it, but you know, it took a while to fully realize what was going on. This is where we say, no, no, no. This was pre-planned. It was a pre-planned genocide. The Thai study we've been talking about today, the cataclysmic degree of subclinical heart inflammation mm -hmm. in, that's going to be in millions upon millions of kids and young adults, they knew about that. They had that data. They knew about it. Now, it doesn't mean everyone in the entire government medical sphere did, just like in the Third Reich, um, a certain amount did and pre-planned it. Others went along with it. And that's the other part of this. Um, and we, we talk about that as well, how it was imposed on people and they readily went along and imposed it upon other people. So that's the point. We need to understand the motivation behind this, where it's headed. And also, Steve, we have to understand our own rights. It's not just it's stupid, it's no longer needed. It is never scientifically, legally, morally, or politically okay to force another human being to take some sort of medical intervention, be it a mask, a prophylactic, a vaccine, another human being could never be harmed by that lack of intervention because you could always take that intervention. Conversely, someone can be harmed by you taking an intervention because it does create viral immune escape. There are There is a concept of self-spreading vaccines, right? That, the other way around could happen, but that is an ironclad foundational principle in the word individual liberty given by God in the declaration that we need to establish. And we talk about that in the last chapter, how to do that. Amen, brother. Anxious for people to read this. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us and appreciate every did, everything you did to make this happen. God bless. Likewise. God bless. Brought to you by Real Estate Agents. I trust if you want a real estate agent that you can, well, trust. Uh, here's where you can find them. Uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. Name kind of says it all. In fact, we've got thousands of agents around the country waiting in line uh, to be listed in this database because we don't just take anybody. We want to make sure we can verify, validate that claim of a track record of success uh, so that you have agents that do have long track records. They're the best sellers in their field, and they are also often a part of this audience, and they share your values at the exact same time. Just about anywhere you want to go to or get away from. We can probably help you find one of these, a real estate agent that you can trust at realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Final thoughts. Well, I've compared uh, what this book is accomplishing uh, to the passion. Uh, 
So I'm going to keep going there in terms of Hollywood. And I've said this to Daniel myself. Uh, this has a Schindler's List feel to it. There's that powerful scene where where they feel like it's not enough. And Ben Kingsley's character tells Liam Neeson, no, this book is life. That list is life. And this book is as well. You need to know this information to finally wake up of the fog of thinking that healthcare is always benevolent and there to help you. It is hurting you right now. We're going to stick around, do bonus buy, sell, or hold for Blaze TV subscribers here on Blaze TV with the overtime. For the rest of you, we will see you tomorrow at noon to 2 Eastern at the Hall of Famer Glenn Beck. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.